Welcome to the first and hopefully not final episode of The Folding List. Uh, this is the show where we talk about movies that you can watch while you're folding laundry. Today, it's me, Travis, and we got my co-host here. You know, I haven't really set a name for myself, but you know what? I have a potential name. Let me, let me run this by you. Are you ready? All right, so I brainstorm, and I think I'm going to name myself Jack Friday. Jack Friday. You want to know why? No. I do want to know why. I, I didn't even say it. Yeah, you, you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's laughing. I haven't even told the joke yet. All right, I do want to know. I didn't mean to say that. So it's, so it's Jack Friday because Friday's the end of the week. Because you know... Okay, so episode <laughs> one. <laughs> I came in too early with the joke first time. I was laughing way too quick for the joke first time. Episode and the second one. time, I guess I missed the cue for the joke. We're also quite toasty right now. So. Like I said, we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of a lot of episodes, hopefully. So maybe we can we can work through that through these yeah we um we'll put that on the back burner we'll, right we'll call you jack friday for this one and we'll try it out and see no, I'll, I'll just go with cam you know <laughs> but yes we didn't really tell you the premise of the show before i started talking about cam's name choice that we're going with but it sounded great in my head by the way <laughs> i'm glad it sounded great to you but now i know that we're <laughs> out loud it might sound a little different that's okay and I, I noticed whenever i I watch a, I watch a lot of TV, like like a lot of people, especially recently, but even more so throughout most of my life. I've watched a ton of TV, and a lot of the time I'm watching TV while I'm doing other things, like folding laundry, doing the dishes, working around the house, pretty much anything. There's a lot of different things that I I leave the TV on while while I'm working around the house, and and sometimes you can't really pay that close attention to it, which you know, that's, that, that doesn't really lead to a good movie-watching experience. But I realized that there are, there's a whole group of movies, a whole list of movies that you could watch while you're doing laundry, while you're preoccupied doing something else. Mm-hmm. I, wanted to, I wanted to kind of like talk about those movies, show appreciation for those movies, uh, not necessarily shit on them. Some deserve to be shat on. But that's okay. We'll 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 get to that when we get to it. But a lot of these movies are are at least worth a watch, even out of the corner of your eye. It's worth a watch. I have I have a pretty good idea of what that is. But do you have any on your mind that you feel would be good, other than what you just watched, that that would feel good to watch while you're doing laundry? You know, um, I think we talked about this bef- uh, a little bit earlier but um some of the old eddie murphy movies that i can just put on and do some chores around the house you know uh trading spaces or is it trading places or trading spaces trading places 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 yeah Yeah. trading places um you know nothing beats old school eddie murphy you know i mean i can watch his movies like 10 times and laugh like i've seen them the first time so yeah that would be on my list yeah and that and that's kind of the whole thing about about the folding list is the the fact that you can just throw it on and it, and it may it may not be something you've seen for the first time that you've never seen before but it might be something you've seen a million times where you could almost recite the mm-hmm. recite the script without looking at the actual screen or, or knowing what you're looking at you you've, you've seen it a million times like I used to do that with Jurassic Park as a kid mm. I watched Jurassic Park 
too many times to count. Oh, it's yeah. easily the movie that got me into movies, period. Mm. And when I was a kid, in order to go to sleep sometimes, I wouldn't count sheep. I would just run through the script of the Jurassic Park in, in my head. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starting all the way in the beginning where the guy's like, not like even past the shooter, shooter, even yeah. past all that. It would be the guy floating in on the river raft. I knew that line, that scene, line for line. When they found the amber with the mosquito, where he's like, this, I don't even remember now that I'm talking all this shit. <laughs> it, where he's talking about the mosquito and the amber and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So those are the type of movies that you could definitely just throw on and you don't have to sit there and really pay attention to it. Uh-huh. Um so, for our first pilot episode, I, I wanted to get together to talk about one that I've seen a million times, but the plot isn't really the best part of the movie, so you don't have to, you don't have to pay attention that much. It's more so just the, the action and the wild acting between the two leads, and that movie that I'm talking about is Face Off. Oh, man. Absolute classic, starring uh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. I've seen it a good couple of times. How many times have you seen this camera? So, let me tell you guys. This is my first time watching it. <laughs> and, oh my God. What the hell was I watching? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. When at first you said uh, we're going to be watching Face Off, in my mind, I instantly thought of the cover. Oh, yeah. And Famous. But it was actually the cover to Demolition Man. So I thought that we were watching a Wesley Snipes movie. <laughs> when I saw Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, I'm like, oh, okay, this is not going to be that movie. So this is going to be this movie. And man, let me tell you. So yeah, let's talk about that. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to talk about this. All right. So basically, if you've never seen Face Off, and like I said, I've seen it multiple times on TV, on those rainy Sundays... Um, definitely didn't see it in the theater. That's that's not one my parents took me to see. Uh, basically, if you've never seen this movie, it's about a is he an FBI agent? He's an FBI agent. FBI, John Travolta is an FBI agent mm-hmm. um, that is constantly trying to catch Nicolas Cage um, with an amazing mustache. <laughs> by the way, okay. And he's trying to he's trying to catch Nicolas Cage, who's like this. Basically, he's like a drug-dealing terrorist, almost, mm. to where he's just this uber-violent, always-hopped-up-on-coke, next-level, pure Nicolas Cage villain. Yeah. And, like, okay, Cam, let, yeah. since it's fresh on your mind, where where does the plot really start to, to thicken? The first five minutes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about this scene where, okay, first of all, you're John Travolta and you're this, and he has this kid and he's riding on a carousel. Yes. Okay, first of all, they... they That's nice, right? They look like they're having way too much fun. I don't know if you guys have been on a carousel, <laughs> but carousels aren't really that much fun, okay? <laughs> it wasn't the ride that I was like, please, <laughs> can we go on the carousel? Yeah, but not only that, but he does this, okay, so he does this face thing through uh, the entire movie where he takes his hand and he just runs it across. I don't know, maybe it's the the... It's it's a commonly talked about thing on a lot of different podcasts that talk about movies. It's the uh, the the face waterfall. The face waterfall. Yes. yes. Yeah. So as I was watching this scene, I'm like, okay, if I had a child and he was acting with John Travolta, 
Would I allow my child to be kissed on on this carousel while he's running his hands, his oily fingers, across my child's face for the first 10 minutes? I'm sure they got it in one take. No, I'm just kidding. They did a bunch of takes. So immediately I was intrigued. I was sort of offended, but I was like, well, let's see where this movie goes. Man, I was not disappointed. This whole movie was just crazy. Did that carousel scene It set well? the tone. It set the tone for the movie. So, yes, how it ended. Um, well, we also see the fact that um, Nicolas Cage is also a shitty assassin. You're tasked to kill a guy. Not only do you not complete that task, but you kill someone else, the child, as collateral. Just a, just a little collateral damage. Just a little collateral, which sets off the entire plot of the movie where he's like dedicating his life to finding this, this mustache. So immediately um, after that whole scene, I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. And then it just takes off. But yeah, what, what, what were your thoughts? Well, okay, well, obviously the, the, the main title of the movie is a face-off. Right. And basically, that once it gets to that point, that's that's where both of these people are trading faces. Yeah. One is done... The symbolism <laughs> in this movie is so... I don't know if it's, if it's like, truly sim- symbolism or just, like, someone hitting a hammer. Like, it's hitting so your literal. head with a hammer. It's so literal through this entire movie. It's because, funny. as you probably guessed it, they take their faces off. off. <laughs> So basically, in order to in order to take down uh, Nicolas Cage's uh, whole criminal empire, uh, they actually catch Nicolas Cage, take his face off, put it onto John Travolta's face, so that he can then take down the gang. And I I, I don't even think it really it doesn't matter. <laughs> that and that's kind of the whole point of the podcast. It's a John Woo movie. <laughs> yes. The movie's directed by John Woo, so it's a lot of a lot of very high budget action sequences, and and a lot of stuntmen, a, a lot of stuntmen doing very incredible things. Like mm-hmm. the the shootouts are great because they don't really make sense. Um, there's a lot of jumping through the air and spinning with two guns shooting and debris flying everywhere. So all that stuff mm-hmm. is super cool. A of lot course. of doves. Don't forget the doves. Always the doves. That's yeah. that's a John Woo staple. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they they take they're wearing well John Travolta's wearing Nicolas Cage's face and he's under anesthesia with no face and John Travolta's out there trying to act like Nicolas Cage acting crazy but it's actually Nicolas Cage in reality. You know what I thought about uh, during this whole movie? <laughs> there is a better way to do this. I don't think you could actually uh, go through the trouble of taking someone's face. I mean, there are prosthetics. <laughs> I'm sure that there was a better way in getting information, uh, whatever the information, what was it, a bomb, right? Yes. So there's uh, information on a bomb that was going to go off. Oh, let's talk about the uh, the choir scene. <laughs> what a scene this was. Oh my gosh. Which one? The choir scene where Nicolas oh. Cage, yeah, he uh, he absolutely he sexually assaults this um, this choir girl in front of everyone, by the way. Oh yeah, that is true. Oh man! <laughs> While they were singing, <laughs> well, I think I don't even know. I don't. I, I may have blocked that that scene out of, out of my. See, that's the scene where you go. 
do some laundry, go into the laundry room. Exactly. You're like, oh, they're not spinning and flying through the air with guns and bullets going off. You can go go make yourself a cup of coffee. So since this was my first time seeing it, I was not doing anything except taking in everything that this movie had to offer. Because what immediately drew me in was his his dance at the beginning of it. Well, it it was the yelling too because there was this uh, infamous scene that's in almost every YouTube video that. Um, that showcases this movie mm -hmm. where he's just yelling something like that. You know, I, I can see the image in my head. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he does this little head dance then he starts yelling then he just grabs his girl's ass like in that scene in the choir. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. That was, that was Nicolas Cage going full Nicolas Cage. And that, that's kind of the whole... The whole reason why this movie's great to throw on is because we've all we've all seen the memes of Nicolas Cage and him like acting crazy and all the gifts and all that kind of stuff. And and this is a prime example of why he's he's honestly awesome to watch. And it's because when he's playing when Nicolas Nicolas Cage is playing this character who's like so over the top and crazy and and then he has to act as if he is John Travolta's character wearing his face. So you have Nicolas Cage doing an impression of John Travolta doing an impression of him, which is really intense when you think about it, but it kind of, that's what makes the movie fun is because they're honestly doing a great job. Yeah. Like it's, it's believable in, in, in being unbelievable. It's, it's Inception before it was Inception. <laughs> it's, it's meta. <laughs> yes. It's it's like layers on layers on layers of them acting mm -hmm. as themselves. And honestly, watching John Travolta try and be, woo, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> spinning and dancing. I, I'm pretty sure John Travolta was supposed to lose weight for the movie, and he mm -hmm. definitely did not. Mm -hmm. um, so their bodies are completely different. So, you know, um, I actually read somewhere where those parts were actually supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and, uh, oh, what's the other guy? Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, yeah. That makes much more sense. Yeah, I would have loved to see that movie. I actually liked seeing this movie, but I would also like to see that movie, too. Yes, yeah, that is the the movie that we've all dreamed about seeing, but mm -hmm. yeah. them trying to act like each other. Show up, they did show a really up, good job. Uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger's acting job. Yeah, they did a really good job. I'm not even lying. Like I'm not even joking. Yeah, oh yes, of course. Yeah, no. It was a it was a fun. It's honestly a fun movie. Mm -hmm. um, but it all kind of comes together. There's there's a lot of great shootouts and fight scenes, but I think it all kind of comes together with the boat chase scene and the fighting and all that because it's all done practically. Mm -hmm. It's all it's. Like, Fast and Furious, like, everybody loves that now. And, and they even talk about how there's, like, a lot of practical effects in Fast and Furious. But because it's all covered in CGI, I can't tell. Mm. It, and it kind of, like, defeats the purpose in my mind. Like, everybody loves it, but I felt the same way about Mad Max, uh, Fury Road. Mm -hmm. They kept talking about how everything was so practical and it's practical effects and it looks so crazy. But then they covered everything in that sandstorm. Yeah, and I uh, couldn't see like what they actually did, which is, you know, like even the the set design, the art direction, all that stuff was great. Mm. But for me, it, it just seemed like there was a lot, a lot of stuff kind of gets covered up by CGI. You don't get to see the effects. And with this one, with with Face Off, it has those old school, real deal stunt people flying through the air, yeah. risking shit. 
like yeah. <laughs> dodging cars, dodging, jumping off of boats. Yeah, through windows. Wow, oh, man. Uh, the oh. one shot, the one shot that actually uh, sticks out to me was in the jail, the breakout seat. Yeah, where um, with, the, with the boots, they <laughs> it's like a futuristic jail where they have <laughs> where everyone's dots, <laughs> <laughs> and they all have these metal boots that. Mag- magnetize and like suck to the floor so you can't you can't move so everybody's kind of with these big metal boots until obviously they get in a fight and then turn on the boots I can't remember what they said <laughs> oh another um, so something that kind of got lost in trend well there's a lot of things that kind of got lost in the plot of this movie but one of the things yep. um, that really stuck out was when he was talking about his voice, like there was a microchip implanted <laughs> in his larynx. Yes. So he said, even a cough would um, would knock it out of, of place or whatever. Yeah. This dude goes to jail in the first five minutes. He gets his ass whooped. Yeah. And this isn't the first time that he gets his ass whooped. He gets his ass whooped through the entire part of the jail sequence from when he got there to when he leaves. And he still sounded like Nicolas Cage. Yep. Uh, this movie's great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because it's it's everything cranked up to eleven. I love it. Yeah. And and like I said, the plot is the plot is secondary. Mm-hmm. And just like a lot of movies, the plot the plot isn't as crucial to your enjoyment mm-hmm. of the of the film. I, I feel kind of bad calling it a film, <laughs> um, but it's it's definitely at least watchable in the background. Mm-hmm. Now uh, I'll say. Overall, the movie's the movie's worth watching. Period. It doesn't matter if you're like really, really paying attention to it fully, or you just have it on. It's worth watching. Absolutely. Always, if you see it, if you have the opportunity to watch it, definitely check it out. Absolutely. The, that's kind of where I've always stood when it comes to television. Anyways, like I told you before we recorded the podcast, like I have watched so much TV, so many movies, so many. So so many like just just content in general i have like soaked it up and and i i feel like i've watched a lot of movies that are completely pointless if you really break it down mm-hmm. but they're still worth watching and so a lot of a lot of these a lot of these movies like like i said they're good to throw on in the background i've watched a ton of movies and like i, I wanted to be able to really really tell people that some of these movies are genuinely worth watching. Like I said, Face Off is a good prime example of that. Uh, what is it? Freaks is another one with with uh, Alex Winter from oh, Never Seen Ten. Yeah, that's a weird one that it, I might make you watch. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, if I if I make you watch that one, I'll watch that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there, you know, and like there's, there's a lot of movies that kind of fit certain categories, right? Right. So there's there's movies that you would kind of watch on a rainy Sunday. Ah, yeah. There's movies that you would watch while you're while you're like actually hanging out around the house and people are over. Yeah. There's yeah. there's movies that you'd watch when you're trying to like actually work from home like a lot of us are doing now mm-hmm. where you just kind of have it on behind your monitor and your phone and all that other stuff. It's just in there. Mm-hmm. Um so I I think I think kind of just talking about these movies is a good time, man. Mm-hmm. I we talked about a lot of movies and comic books and shit. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to continuing these and you know it's it's been nice talking to you jack friday <laughs> well that's not the final name yet you know, but we're we'll, we'll it work is on today that <laughs> because you know it's the end it's the end of, of the week, week. <laughs>
you know, kind of sound like a superhero because, you know, it's like, oh, you just save a, a bank from being robbed. It's like, oh, what's your name? Jack Friday. No, it's a, it's a good name. <laughs> I just don't know what it has to do. But I'm still working on it, man. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But uh, next time, we'll, we'll hit you with another movie. And uh, until then, see you later.